Hello and welcome to season two, episode four of the Entrepreneur Builder podcast. This is Nicholas Stander coming to you from San, uh, from Stander and Company in Humble, Texas. We're just north of Houston, but we work with clients all over the country, all over the United States and all over the world. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, pass-through entities and how they potentially affect small businesses. The vast majority of small businesses are uh, taxed as pass-through entities. Uh, this is especially true for companies such as eBay, or not the company eBay itself, but people who are selling items on eBay or Etsy or you're driving for Uber or you're a freelancer, any of those sort of items. Um, the basic concept for a pass-through entity is that the business itself is not paying taxes. That income is being reported to you personally, and it'll show up on your 1040, um, usually through a K-1. That's typically the way that this is going to be passed through to you. And you'll report that income on Schedule E of your 1040. It's important that you understand the rules and kind of the logic behind the way this works. So, you know, especially as we have potential issues with shortfalls in revenue for the country, politicians are going to continue to try to debate whether or not they should be increasing tax revenues for for this sector. Um, The K-1, you know, that's typically going to come from a partnership or some sort of S corporation. And so what we're talking about is entities that are businesses that have actually formed entities at the state level. And so an LLC or some states require the formation of a partnership, others don't. Um, But that's how that form gets filled out. And so the entity itself actually does have a filing requirement, but they don't have any payments due because the income is passed to those owners. And typically it's done on some sort of percentage basis. Um, Generally, business owners want to have a pass-through entity because the business would be taxed at a higher level than what the individual would be. So that would be the motivation for it is that the individual taxpayers tax rates are lower than what it would be at the company level. The other issue is that you potentially uh, or in certain circumstances can avoid double taxation, right? And that's because in a C-Corp, the C-Corp is actually paying its taxes. And then you have to find some other way to get that money out of the entity. And the typical way of doing that is going to be through payroll or dividends. Both are taxable to the owner. In an S-Corp, you have the ability to make distributions. And those are, well, the distribution itself is not taxable to the the owner. And so you avoid that double taxation situation. Um, And then, you know, having an entity is also important because it provides some level of legal protection that's not available if you're um, doing business as a sole proprietorship. So things that you need to know when you're thinking about this or talking to your tax professional, understand your individual tax rates. Individual tax rates change um, and so do business rates. And so sometimes it is beneficial to have a pass through entity. Other times it isn't. Understand the 20% deduction. There's a 20% qualified business income deduction for pass-through entities and sole proprietorships, but there are limitations and there are other complexities that are involved. But the bottom line is that many small business owners will see a tax break because of that pass-through. 
Um, third, only owing the tax and having the money to pay can be a problem. And so what I mean by that is that the tax is on the income of the business, which is not necessarily the amount of cash. And it typically is not the amount of cash that you receive from the business. You generally don't want to pull all of the money out of a company uh, so that it has its working capital. And so you generally do not get all of the cash that is being credited to you for income purposes. The companies generally will make some sort of tax distribution. And so you usually have two types of at least two types of distributions. One is for profits and one is for tax, but there's no legal requirement for that. Um, and that's certainly true or something to be looking out for if you're a minority shareholder. So if you're owning a small part of that company, and the guys that own a lot of it aren't in need of a tax distribution or they're not in need of a distribution. There really isn't anything that you can do as a small percentage owner, a minority shareholder in order to force any sort of distribution. Um, it is a popular business type, though. Uh, the IRS reports that S-Corp formation is the most popular right now with 4.72 million S-Corps in 2017, which is about three times the number of C-Corps. And so, you know, this is being tracked, though. And so people are, are politicians and the IRS are watching this to make sure that we handle these things correctly and that the tax base isn't being lost. And so, in short, it's important for you to understand how these things work. Make sure that you understand your tax rates. Uh, make sure you're taking advantage of the 20% deduction, the QBI, if that's available for you. And make sure you work with a tax professional. As always, if you have any questions or comments, please make them in the comments section. If there's anything that you'd like to add or anything future topic that you'd like me to discuss, then make sure you put that into the comment section as well. Um, again, this is Nicholas Stander with Stander & Company. We're here in Humble, Texas, but we serve the entire U.S. Um, the phone number here is 281-354-0700. This has been Entrepreneur Builder, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks so much.